0: How y'all doing? Good. How are you? First off, just want to send our condolences to the Jenkins family and uh, Miami Dolphins family. Um, we're a football family here. We deal with our, you know, real life things that go on here within our family. So, you know they're going through something. So, just want to, uh, you know, send our best wishes to them. I'll let you guys start it off. Oh.
1: What's this week like
0: for you with everything going on? Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, you know, a little over 24 hours before the biggest transaction day in the NFL. So there's a lot of information gathering. There's a lot of evaluating, um, just a lot of communication in-house, uh, you know, as far as what we're looking for, ways we can improve the team. So there's a lot going on. How do you
1: how do you feel about the
0: roster he- after the preseason training camp? How do you feel about the roster heading into week one of the regular season? Good, yeah, it's, you know, we'll, we'll see in a week here. Um, preseason's great. The, the competitive practices that we've been able to have are, are great, and they give you a, a bit of a barometer. But most teams aren't, aren't pulling out all the, all the tricks to, uh, to win a preseason game. So um, it's a lot of evaluation. Uh, trying to find guys, put guys in the right spot. So just keep working through it here. Uh, Got a couple more weeks um, for the guys to to work on things, improve. Um, So we'll we'll see here uh, down in Miami.
1: Without giving out any trade secrets in terms of who's going to make the roster, what's your analysis of the draft class that you drafted this past draft and how they've reacted during the preseason?
0: They've worked really hard. Uh, Those guys have gotten a lot of chances to to go out there and prove themselves. Luckily, we've been able to see a lot of those guys, um, you know, really go out there and and compete. And uh, I think we've got a good group to work with and hope we can say that uh, about every group that we we bring in here. But um, they're working hard. They're doing a lot of the right things. Uh, One thing that's really nice is is to see how close of a group they are um, as a rookie class, Uh, to see them all sitting at lunch together, um, you know, really growing together uh, as a class, um, you know, just that just builds the team camar- camaraderie um, in the locker room. So that's been great to see.
1: What's the balance between uh, evaluating your own roster, seeing who's going to make the Final 53, and also keeping an eye around the league, um, who's going to get cut from other teams, and uh, who's going to be available in the trade market around that time? Certainly, that's that's the tricky aspect
0: of it. It's, it's similar to kind of putting your draft board together and, and seeing, um, you know, where this guy's at around the league and, and what the value is there. And it's the same thing with, with your players or maybe a guy you've got your eye on from, from another team who uh, maybe you didn't have graded as highly uh, coming out of college or um, in previous years in the NFL. And now this guy looks like he might be able to help us. Now there's a trade-off. We got to have a spot for that guy. So uh, there's definitely a delicate balance there.
1: Uh, on the trade market, do you expect uh, come 4 p.m. tomorrow?
0: Yeah, that's that's a difficult one to to predict. Everybody's still really, I'd say, evaluating um, where they're at with their guys. Uh, can they get a guy through? Do they need to put a guy on a roster? Um, or look, there's no shot at us getting this guy back. Can we find out if there's a market out there for him, and, and can we get something in, in return? We'd like to have him back. There's just the reality of the situation is, somebody's probably going to take them.
1: Matt, how comfortable are you where, or um, with where the team is as it relates to the cap right now? Do you feel like you need to make a significant move to free up more space to just operate during the year?
0: Yeah, we'll keep working through that. Uh, the all those all those numbers are are being crunched, and uh, they're certainly a factor in consideration. Um, you know, touched on some of the younger players. Know, there's certainly, you know, financial component uh, with with younger players, um, you know that you, you bear in mind. But look, we're going to try and put the best 53 players together here to give us the best chance to compete not only this weekend but all year long.
1: Is there a, is there a number like for those of us who, are the layperson. Uh, we look at it and say, man, it seems like they're close. But is there a number that that you guys have in mind where, hey, we'd like to start the year with this amount? Yeah, we
0: keep those numbers. Um, So uh, we've got somebody who's really, really, really smart um, who makes sure that we stay on top of all those numbers. You say
1: you want to keep the best 53, but is there also a balance of you have to fill out a roster? You have to to check off a bunch of boxes, and and what is that balance?
0: Yeah, you can't go to a game with two wide receivers. Right. So... Uh, there is that balance there, um, how you're doing health-wise, uh, experience, leadership, all that goes into to the equation.
1: seeing the offense out of camp and, and preseason, maybe a little bit more emphasis on zone running in the run game, and I was wondering, going back to the draft, you know, guys like Cole, Pierre, even Taekwon to a degree, how much is fitting them into that team go into making those picks back in April?
0: There's... Something you'll hear a lot, he's a position fit, he's a scheme fit. We'd like, I'd like to think that no matter the player, if the player is good enough, we're going to find a way to use the player no matter what our scheme is. Um, so do some players do some things, are, you know, they're more accustomed to, to a run game in college or a run game from a previous team um, to what they may have to do here. Uh, yeah, but if they've got the skill set to learn how to do those things, and uh, a lot of those things are, are able to transfer from one scheme to another.
1: As far as that goes, you know, we've talked to players and coaches about the streamlined offense. Does it, does it make the process any smoother for you guys in terms of player acquisition if the streamlined offense is similar to things that other teams around the league are doing? Hey, we've seen this guy do this. This is what we're trying to do. Maybe he would fit with us. So, yeah, I'm,
0: I'm 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 not calling plays, I'm not communicating plays, I'm not executing plays, uh, uh, I'm not Coach Grow. That's that's my brother and my dad. Um, so I'll leave the, the coaching X and O questions to them. But it just
1: it doesn't factor in what, what the team is doing on the field in terms of X's and O's. You're not you're not analyzing that.
0: We're we're, we're looking for there, there's definitely a, a mental component with every player. Um, and we start on that going all the way back to college. But I, I don't think that has any bearing on, on anything that we're doing schematically.
1: When you're at this point in, in the year, do you have a good idea of where you want the roster to improve? You know, you know, you know, you've had three preseason games. and You said they're not really scheming things up. So what is your process when it comes to sort of analyzing the roster and you know, what do you think you want to build on? So I guess how do you come to that at this point in
0: point in time? There's a lot of. You know, we're talking scheme over here, which is kind of big picture. Uh, and then we're talking kind of player evaluation, which is more individualized um, skill set. So each player's got to improve each day. And, and we're trying to look for signs of improvement um, or signs of regression uh, one way or the other to uh, you know, evaluate the player and, and see how they fit on this team.
1: Matt, Back in the draft, uh, you talked about getting faster Fighting fast, tough football players. Now that you've seen guys out there individually, collectively, practices, games, what are your impressions? Is it is it a faster team on both sides of the boundary line?
0: Yeah, I think you've seen some speed out there from from multiple guys. Um, some guys that were already on the roster, and some guys that are, are new to the roster. Uh, I think you've seen some toughness out of some guys. Um, but you know, we we got to get everything down so we can play faster. Um, it's, it's great to have guys that run fast, but we got to know our assignments and, and be able to go out there and execute so that we can play fast. Um, and then part of that is that allows you to play tough as well.
1: Now you mentioned a lot of evaluation, the next you know, 24, 30 hours, whatever it might be. Is that mostly players outside the building, considering you've had these guys in-house now for five, six weeks, day to day?
0: Well hopefully you know your players pretty well, um, but look, players are, are constantly Uh, evolving as well. So we got to take a good look and and make sure number one thing around here is always, you know, as a scout is to know our team. Um, We can't make evaluations as scouts uh, to college players, free agents, what have you, if we don't know our team, if we don't know how this player is going to come in and what their role is going to be for our team and how well they're going to be able to execute it. So um, it's, it's, it's both inside and outside the building.
1: Like a draft board, uh, almost for this, guys that are on the bubble, maybe on other teams look up for this guy in rankings and things like that as you we try down. and track
0: all that stuff. Um, I'd say it's it's not as uh, expansive um, as a draft board. Uh, you don't know who's going to be available. Uh, I'm sure I have wasted hours and hours and hours of time watching players that are not going to be available just like I'm sure. Guys at other teams, I've watched hours and hours of our players that are not going to be available, and that's just the way it goes. Now in the draft, they're all available. You might not get a chance to take them. Um, so, uh, but here, it's just the way it goes. Do you
1: really utilize a grading system with um, players who might get cut as you do with the draft, and what is sort of comparing the draft? Yeah, all, all players
0: are evaluated, and and we've got to have some way of of stacking those players. Um, so we keep track of all that.
1: Yeah. Where do you gather that information from when you say you wasted hours and hours and hours, but the information from other It's not a waste, do- uh, right.
0: you know, because you're, you're <laughs> learning about players, but you're evaluating the player to potentially add them to your team and they're going to remain on the team that they're they're currently on. So is there a way to
1: keep track of maybe uh, so-called bubble plays from other camps if you're not there? To to yeah,
0: I mean, that the, the, you certainly know some guys that aren't going to be available. Um, they're great players. They're not going to become available. Some are are really good players that, for one reason or another, may become available, and um, we try and keep the pulse of that around the league and, and have a good feel for what may shake free, uh, but you can't predict it, and we're not in um, 31 other buildings. We're not in those meetings. We don't know exactly who's going to make who's 53-man roster. So um, we've got to cast as 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 large in that as possible, um, knowing that a lot of these guys they're just going to remain with with their teams. But we got to be prepared. And uh, Elliot Wolf and Steve Cargyle and and all the pro guys, um, you know, have put in hours and hours of time trying to to make sure we're on top of all these guys to, to see any way we can improve our team. Yeah,
1: you said as so, a scout you have to know your team. What what do you know and like about the team that's been assembled so far?
0: Yeah, they, they're working hard. I know um, You know the coaches are asking a lot of them. Um, they're trying to do all that they can to, to get better. I think they've gone out, competed hard, um, played physically uh, in, in two sets of joint practices and, and in three games. So. Uh, you know, like you guys have touched on, we, we've talked about wanting to be a tough team. Um, be a tough team, you got to have tough players who got to go out there and play tough. So I've uh, been able to see some of that, so that's been encouraging. how do
1: you feel, about, how do you feel about your team's tackle depth and, and just how difficult is it to find guys that can play that position? Uh, I think the second
0: part of your question is the most appropriate. Um, everybody's looking for good players right now. There's not too many teams in the league that aren't looking for tackles. Um, We feel very fortunate, and and the guys that we have, um, you know, looking across the league, we feel very fortunate and and very confident in in those guys going forward. So um, it's up to them to, you know, keep working here. And and I think they've all taken a step um, and under, uh, you know, a lot of direction and a lot of hard work um, from everybody in the building. So uh, we feel good about that.
1: Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Thank you all. Have a great day.